Alcabri Weald is a vibrant new community developed by Urban and Civic in the heart of Huntingdonshire, between Cambridge, Peterborough, Bedford and Northampton. And it will deliver about 5,000 homes, but also a substantial amount of business space. So the aim is to have about 8,000 jobs created and also uh, a sustainable community. The voice you're hearing is Rebecca Britton. I'm the Head of Communities and Partnerships for Urban and Civic and most of that really involves making sure that a new community coming forward has everything that residents need. So whether that's the school, community space, green space or also events and activities that start to build a new community. In the 20th century, Alcumbrey Weald was used as an RAF and American Air Force airfield. But this land also has an intriguing history, including that of a moated site, agricultural and ancient woodland, all with stories to tell. When we were working through with local communities how the runway would work as a, as a future parkland, this sense of it being a, a takeoff for nature, that we were actually bringing nature back in to an area that it, they'd been excluded from, essentially, when it was a, a military site, being able to connect the woodlands that had been broken, put in place the grassland and connect that up and also create these corridors of water came from that sense of using the flow of the airfield structure to create something far more naturalistic, but still having that echo of the historic footprint of the airfield. Urban and Civic and Bradley Murphy Design are working to ensure that 45% of the site won't be built on at all. My name is James Patmore. I'm the Director of Ecology at BMD Limited. In terms of the master plan, it was very important to, to work with the existing assets that we have, so elements of woodland, grassland, and the, the wider sort of built environment as well. Today, we're looking at ecology by exploring how Alconbury has green space at the heart of its design, a wild world with nature on your doorstep. I'm naturalist and TV presenter Mike Dilger, and this is Alconbury Wheel Stories. Over the past few months, we've all come to appreciate just how important it is to have access to green space. So what better place to start than at home? Ah. Uh natural corridors can continue through garden space. So we have hedgehog runs. So some of the housing designs have the ability to have uh, bat bricks and, and bird elements within them. House martins is one of our priority bird species. And they do, as the, as the name suggests, uh, like to roost on the side of houses. Here, nature is very much on your doorstep. I'm Darius. And I'm Carly. I'm Dassie. And I'm Charlie. Daddy's 35, Mummy's 34, Darcy's four, and I'm seven, almost. Oh, almost, seven. almost. <laughs> the MacDonald family are part of the first wave of residents at Alconbury Weald, and they've been keen to get close to nature in their very own back garden. Wow. Here's the Bug Hotel. I'll hold it up. So come and tell us, tell us about your Bug Hotel, Darcy, that you got for your birthday. My Bug Hotel is Rosa Bugs in. Yeah. Stepping out of the front door, you'll find a variety of different pocket parks, play areas and green space, where residents can explore their immediate environment. And for Charlie and Darcy, the ponds have proved to be a huge hit. Are there any ducks? Can you see any? Oh, there's a duck. There's a duck. 
Throw the bread in and then the duck might come over. From wetlands and grassy meadows to wooded areas and glades and even reinstating historical hedgerows of the past, Alcumbry Weald is becoming a thriving environment for everything from birds to bugs. So, along the, the sort of meadow and woodland areas, we have a number of grass and flower species that support a range of butterflies. Marbled white, small white, ringlet, meadow brown, gatekeeper, small skipper and small heath. I see another butterfly down there. There's, that's ten butterflies! You know, I think we've found a couple of willing volunteers next time a butterfly survey needs carrying out. All of the houses at Alcumbry Weald are less than 70 metres away from a green corridor. These carefully designed routes encourage wildlife to move around the town while giving the community safe and easy access to the green spaces all around them. The way the green corridors, greenways are designed is fundamental to the way that we think people want to live their lives, which is being able to sort of, you know, grab the kids, grab some bikes and go for a ride, go for a walk or come back from work and go for a run and have a kind of 1K, 2K route that you're going to have a safe car free run to, to run around and, and be able to, to live that life. That's amazing. Oh, and there's a bee. No, bees won't sting you. Look, he's right close to us and he's just going, he's interested in getting nectar. That's all the bee wants to do is get... For our green-fingered residents, there's also the chance for them to grow their own in the land set aside for allotments. We have quite an active allotment society. We actually were amazed how quickly people signed up for the allotment, so we're looking to bring forward some more because I think we've got a waiting list already for those. It's sort of the community side of it that you see people bartering and sharing their surplus of tomatoes or onions uh, and making sure that they've got a good kind of balance of different fruit and veg. Uh, the vicar who we have on site, Rev Rob, uh, he has one of the allotments and, and is looking to do some community days as well and involve the school in learning how to grow and ensuring that people feel connected to the kind of historic agricultural elements here, but also have got good access to their own fresh veg. Dedicated outdoor spaces are considered vital for the new community. And one of the most exciting areas moving forward, the Glade, is set to become a vibrant social hub. So there's a little hill that people can walk up with some trees and glade at the top of that. There's also a little sunken area where we hope that we'll be able to do outdoor cinemas and different pop-up events. It'll have different picnic areas that people can sit out. There will also be cycle routes that connect up with that. So if you wanted to go for a run around it or a walk around it, that will be enabled with some aspects of green gym as well coming into some of the woodland blocks. The glade is going to be a, a central part where people can come together. They can just relax and spend time with their friends, bring family over and just chill out. The Glade will give residents that all-important large green space easily accessible from their homes. Weaving both around and away from the immediate developments are close to 13 kilometres of footpaths and cycle paths that link the houses to the wider landscape. Just the ticket for that healthy lifestyle. 
Charlie, let's walk up the trail. Let's walk up the trail. Charlie, up here, up here. We designed uh, the whole layout for Auckland World based on uh, active design guidance from Sport England. And in fact, they've written us up as one of the case studies for delivering that guidance. So there's lots of trails around Alcumbri World. We're part of an active communities pilot, which doesn't just put in those green spaces, but helps the community to activate them, to use them by setting up running groups, by having walking groups, by encouraging people to try out different sports and activities, whether you're just walking to the shop rather than driving or, or whether you actually want to be going out for walks and runs, that you have that opportunity to do that as part of your daily routine. There's lots of places to, to walk, there's lots of places to run, there's lots of places to go on your bike, isn't there, Charlie? Yeah, I went 15 miles. 15 miles around the wheel, haven't you? Yeah. You did five-mile laps. The wider access web allows residents to get out and about. And just a stone's throw from Alconbury Weald, there are two important sites for wildlife and nature conservation, Presley Wood and Monk's Wood. So we sat down with the likes of the Wildlife Trust, uh, and Natural England, the Forestry Commission, and really looked at the, the site itself, but also the context of the site. So how it connects to adjacent woodland features, how we link to nearby sites of special scientific interest, which includes the Stukeley Railway Cutting. Presley Wood is a fairly unique site and it's this really interesting marriage of history and ecology really because at the heart of it lies a scheduled ancient monument which is the fact that there used to be a timber manor house there in the 13th century. All that is left is this very curious double moated structure. So if you think of you know, old castles having a moat around them, this has a double moat uh, we can sort of do a bit of refurbishment work, open that up, and it will become a beautiful glade within this historic woodland uh, that encircles it. Huntingdonshire was notorious for its elm trees, which, of course, got absolutely devastated by Dutch elm disease. But Presley Wood does have young elm that is growing older than in other places. So it's quite interesting. We're doing a bit of work with Forestry Commission at the moment about how we can support that and how those trees provide a really good understory as well for other bits of nature and ecology. With regards to Monkswood, that's one of the best known lowland woodlands in the UK. It's home to a whole host of species because it's an old ancient woodland. So we have some quite interesting plants and animals in that site, things like nightingale and a range of invertebrates and uh, ancient woodland species such as orchids. Nearby Monk's Wood has played an important role in the strategy so far, including informing the types of trees to be planted across Alconbury Weald. Presley Wood will be restored as part of future plans to create a country park, with the historic wood at its heart. This country park will be a stunning 47 hectare landscape of woods, meadows and glades that connects the land and communities of Alconbury Weald and Huntingdon. Uh, and that will form part of a mosaic of grassland areas, small woodland planting areas, new hedgerows, on an area which is currently devoid of such features as it's such a large open arable field. There's ladybirds all over the place, there's one there as well. So many around at the moment. Charlie's gone off into the woods. Well, Darcy's following. 
whether you're uh, wanting to go for a bit of a more wild walk with the family on a Sunday afternoon or something, the country park will be a great space to, to wander around for hours. And it will be a real mix of different habitats, so both woodland, grassland, there'll be orchards and allotments there, there'll be particular trails that people can walk around uh, and look at heritage features or ecology, and also some activities as well. So we're talking to the guys who do park run, some local groups who do wood graving activities and things like that. it, It will be aimed to have a sort of element of dynamism to it as well. But it's also that connection to Huntingdon is really important. We see it as a a kind of green lung, as it were, for the wider area to be able to enjoy. We knew that in bringing forward a landscape scale, 1,400 acres site, we really had a unique opportunity to introduce more woodland. And it always struck us from our earliest conversations with the Forestry Commission that if Cambridgeshire is the least wooded county in the least wooded country in Europe, then actually we can play our part. Long-term big-picture thinking around ecology has led to ambitious plans that will create a sustainable environment, not only for residents, but for the wider community too. The first is a mammoth tree planting operation. There's 51,000 trees planted already, and they range from small sort of whip-sized trees that have got in the ground to some very large mature trees already planted on the the boulevard areas that can be seen from the residential areas and also a number of trees which were relocated from other parts of the airfield so we had some quite large scots pines and willows to really bring that sense of landscape scale within the new scheme we've got 87 species being planted so far much of those are looking to recreate and reflect the local species of woodland, so field maple, oak, quite a lot of rosethorn, blackthorn uh, in there as well. And that's because that creates the habitats that local species want. We're always looking at tree species that are resilient to climate change, that are resilient to disease, but try and get that mix and diversity that means best for nature, but also best for people. What kind of tree is that? Is it a willow? Yeah, that one looks like it's been there for a long time. Trees are just amazing pieces of kit, really. The trees that we've planted so far have probably removed about 1.24 tonnes of pollutants from the air. So they have that fantastic ability to kind of offer shade, to clean the air, to also help with our water management and soak up and delay. If you have a huge sort of deluge of rain, they play a key part in managing that. Secondly, and crucially, Alcanbury Weald aims for biodiversity net gain, which means it will create more landscape and habitats, in turn supporting more species than were present before. Historically, development is seen as being kind of anti-nature or something that removes nature and the natural environment. This is very much about making sure actually you deliver more than was there to start with. We find the the woodland areas and features that we have around the edges of the new developments 
develop and mature, we've found that species such as house martins are moving in, so forage across the ponds and the meadows, and to even make their nests on some of the, the properties. We've got some huge brown hair on this site. You, it's amazing when you see these sort of, they're not even hopping, they, they're so fast, they run across the site. Uh, and that's a, one of the species that we want to support. We also have a number of bat species that forage along the edges of the green space and the, the water features, such as a common pipistrel, a noctual bat. The whole development area has a, an ecological mitigation and management strategy. So we're looking at monitoring the habitats, but also using the species as indicators of the health and vitality of those, those habitats as they develop. The biodiversity net gain audit process highlights what habitat you'll deliver and then it records your delivery of it. The Wildlife Trust effectively are a kind of independent audit for that to make sure we're doing what we said we would do. And also they're incredibly helpful in just standing by the team and making sure that the learning that they've got from the sites that they manage, we can draw from to ensure that we, we deliver the benefit for nature. Alcombe Will delivers on many levels, from nature at home to both on your doorstep and just a short walk away. With the benefits of tree planting and biodiversity net gain already visible, and with the country park opening up the area to the wider community, Alconbury Weald has already become an exciting place to live, work and simply be. I'm naturalist and TV presenter Mike Dilger, and you've been listening to Alconbury Weald Stories. For more information, visit alconbury-wheel.co.uk and be sure to subscribe in your podcast app to be the first to hear our future episodes. Thanks to Rebecca Britton and James Patmore for their insights and a special shout out to Darius, Carly, Charlie and Darcy for taking us on our wonderful audio adventure with them. Mm-hmm.